0: Politics Friday with Nationals Jerry Brownlee. Morning, Jerry. Good morning. Uh, nice to have you in zone, um, in range this week.
1: Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> it's uh, one of those things.
0: That's all oh, right. I'm the government. And uh, Labor's Duncan Webb with us too. Morning, Duncan.
2: Good to hear you.
1: How are you?
0: Yeah, very good. Thanks. Can we just start, uh, Jerry, with you first of all? This is a question for both of you. Uh, Jerry, first up, what was your reaction when you heard about this doctor in Kaiapoi giving up bogus exemption certificates for the COVID vaccine?
1: Uh, probably two things. One would be concern that uh, uh, there was the sort of coaching aspect of how you get a, uh, a, a, a an exemption certificate. Um, Recognise, of course, that the certificates should be uh, issued by the health uh, ministry not by the doctors. The doctors may recommend, but not to issue that certificate. Uh, And secondly, concern about if if there is a a medical person who is not on board with the vaccine programme, for whatever reason, that should be their choice, but they should also recluse themselves from any diagnostics uh, relating to that as well. So um, I think let's leave it with the authorities and see where they get to, but it's it's not a tidy situation.
0: Okay, you've you've been
1: quite...
0: You've been quite careful there. I suspect it's because the, the police are now involved. But what, how did you feel about it when you saw it?
1: Oh, disappointed. disappointed. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, you've, you've got a lot of people out there who have genuine concerns about the vaccine. Uh, and they're, they're genuinely now quite uh, uh, frustrated because with the passport system, they're shut out of so many different things. To have someone who's saying, actually, I've got a solution for you, uh, when there's no basis for that solution, is, I think, just... Um, you know, a problem. And as you say, it's now being investigated, so let's see where it gets to.
0: Duncan Webb, any chance you can be less measured than Jerry?
1: <laughs> that would be a rare day, wouldn't it? But look, <laughs> I don't no, 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 Hang on, hang on, hang on, Duncan. You're the lawyer. You'll you'll be incredibly measured. Oh,
0: here we go. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> he'll say it's, it's not no, appropriate look, to comment. That's what he'll say.
1: Yeah. No, no, I think it is
2: actually. I, look, I think the medical councils come out really clearly and said there's absolutely no place for anti-vax messages in, in you know in medical practices. I um, mean, I think that puts it really bluntly. And the fact is that. Um, Sure we've got people who are vaccine hesitant and they re- they absolutely deserve good advice, but not advice which is um, overtly seeking to thwart the system uh, and that's you know if people are doing that uh, there's it, it a real risk that it would cost lives, so there's no place for doctors because you, people look to doctors as experts, and we've got a few outliers out there um, who are saying things which simply defy the science, and there's absolutely no place for it. It's really harmful, and it's great to see the medical councils taking action on it.
0: I was, uh, well, it's a medical association. I think they've filed a complaint with the police. I think that's how it's going at this stage anyway. Um, I, was saying
1: this
0: t- yeah, I was saying this time yesterday that uh, in the time being her practising certificates should be suspended. Duncan, would you support that?
1: Well, look,
2: um, there, there's certainly a possibility. I used to be involved quite heavily with the Law Society, and if someone wasn't fit for, for practice, um, but we hadn't yet gone through the process, that is the procedure that we would have undertaken, is to suspend them so they can do no further harm while we look into it. So that's one course of action.
0: Is this doctor fit for practice?
2: Well, look, if, if, if a doctor's um, telling people that um, you know genuine, not science-based,
1: anti-vax messages, I would have thought they shouldn't be practicing.
0: Jerry, what about you?
1: Uh, yeah, I think there should be some kind of suspension. I think um, uh, the, the, the investigation is going to go on, um, and obviously that doctor won't have a horde of people running there now because they know it's the, the is all over. Uh, but there's got to be a pretty clear message here. And as I said before, uh, the integrity of the doctor should have uh, seen her recluse herself from any advice relating to the vaccine.
0: I see this morning that the government has announced that it's delayed the three waters reforms. This is uh, taking over water infrastructure from councils and setting up those four new authorities. Um, Duncan, is this a kind of some sort of admittance of defeat?
2: <laughs> no, look, I don't think that's the case. Um, these, It's a, you know, it's a very uh, large and complex reform, and you do want to get it right. And um, we did, uh, you know, that we we're gonna consult further on the structure of the organisations, how it kinda of interacts with community voice. Um, and of course Leanne Dalzell's on that panel. Um, and that's an important part of it, you know. People said they weren't happy with, you know, the voice that community members and councils had, um, and the governments listening to it. So not introducing the legislation before Christmas isn't, you know, hitting the big pause button. It's just um, a process that has to be gone through.
0: Yeah, how could you say anything other than the the government has listened? If you, if you hadn't listened, we'd be handing you a, uh, a hearing cone or something.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, look, oh, look there, can I just say this, though, um, that sure there is some people out there who are fiercely and vociferously opposed to this, but equally there's a lot of people out there who are very pleased across New Zealand. Hold on, prove and it,
0: and prove it, country. prove it. What, what, are, what are the stats? Prove it.
2: Well, you, I, I put up a very um, comprehensive Facebook post. Oh, on Facebook? No, no. Yeah, well, look, well, I, I could give you numerous. I Look, one of my jobs is to interface with the community. And certainly some people have got hold of me and said, I don't like it for the following reasons. But um, more people have said to me, look, stick to this. New Zealand's water infrastructure is broken. There's parts of New Zealand that don't get... Good drinking water. There's many of our rivers aren't even weightable, let alone swimmable. So please keep going because our local bodies across the country haven't done a good job. Jerry well, Brown, Jerry, what, you hold, you on, on, Jerry, hold on, Jerry,
0: hold on, Jerry, Jerry. I'll will give you. Uh, Duncan's mentioned his Facebook. I will give you a chance to promote your podcast. So don't don't get don't don't feel you nah. being hard done by here. Leave it
1: to, uh, to you.
0: Leave it to me. Brilliant. But your um, this is a this is some sort of a, it's a last minute admittance of uh, defeat by the government, isn't
1: it? Oh, absolutely. It's a total back down. And uh, we're going to see a a gentle sort of wading out of this problem. Um, Look, um, I don't know who Duncan's been listening to locally, uh, but not many people here are supportive of uh, Christchurch's substantial water assets uh, being confiscated by the government for very little recompense, uh, knowing that they're also going to get an enlarged water bill each year. Uh, This has not been well thought through, but uh, the, the reality here, too, in Christchurch, you start is with all those earthquakes, we only ever had about four days of boil water notices. So we've got good quality water here. Huge amount of money spent recently to improve the wellheads to make sure that there's uh, no ingress of, of anything that might affect us badly. Uh, and all that just being handed over to a group who are unelected uh, and uh, unaccountable to any single community. So it's not surprising to me that 59,000 people signed one of our petitions trying to get this thing stopped. Uh, and what I hope is that we're seeing this slow down and maybe we'll do this and we'll talk here and talk there uh, and then it'll quietly slide off into the distance because it needs to.
0: Can I just clarify something, Jerry? And I'll just note the date if, if, if I've got it right here. Were you saying positive things about the Christchurch City Council? <laughs>
1: uh, look, uh, look, I uh, one aspect of them, I still think they've been far too slow at what they've been doing. And uh, there's still no timeline for the total removal of chlorine.
0: I said I mean, that you're well, say-
1: that, that's right. You're, you're absolutely right about that, that we're still chlorinating water. And the reason is,
2: uh, the work on the wellheads has been done, but we, we've, we've still got uh, cracked and old aging pipes. And that's notwithstanding, Jerry, that when you were in government, I think you could give Canterbury well over a billion dollars um, to fix the infrastructure straight from government to councils um, on, you know, in, in, on the cost share agreement. Um, and prior to that, front of course, front front all these
1: assets came from the water boards. Can, that is exactly what the government should be doing, providing some kind of uh, infrastructure banking arrangements. Council oh, and all that would, be, all yeah, that it, would do, that would do is goal. reward
2: councils who don't have um, a reasonable rating policy, wouldn't it? Because well, councils would sit on their system. hands, and that's what's happened in places like Tauranga, where councils have sit on their hands, wouldn't raise rates because rates payers wouldn't vote for them, and then they become bankrupt, and we have to appoint a commissioner, Anne Tolley. Yeah.
0: Hey, I don't know about you, but um, it sounds to me like we're listening in on a private conversation here. Eh? So we'll let Duncan and Jerry just try and work it out behind the scenes. Duncan, the announcement yesterday by the government, of this new plan to ban the sale of tobacco to people who are 14 in two years' time and then up the age limit each year after that. Um, Why is vaping not included in this?
2: Well, vaping is actually one of the tools um, to help people transition away from cigarettes because obviously as we do this, and there's a whole, you know, a number of aspects to it, including reducing the availability and uh, the kind of amount of nicotine in c- cigarettes as well. And for some people, that will you know, that will cause them difficulty. So it's really important that we recognise it's going to be tough, um, and we have vaping there available for people to transition to. Now,
0: that also, that, hold on, Duncan. Duncan, that was a great argument about five years ago. Now you've got people who are not going nowhere near cigarettes and they're just going straight to vaping. So how can you stick to that argument?
2: Yeah, and look, well, the vaping legislation I think was only passed last year to um, regulate ha- how available it is and what's available in dairies and what's available in our, in our 18 venues. So there is, you know, obviously vaping's a lot newer, but it is a part of how people come off cigarettes. Now we, you know, we don't know the long-term health effects of vaping, but we do know it's a lot less damaging than cigarettes. So that's why vaping is going to remain there, um, along with these kind of other three other prongs to the smoke-free approach,
0: Jerry, Brownlee, do you buy
1: that? Uh, Not particularly. I think um, the uh, approach, when you ever outright ban something that has been legal, uh, you create problems. It's a bit like uh, prohibition of alcohol in the 1920s. It didn't really work. And, uh, you know, while I appreciate that people want to see a reduction of deaths caused by smoking, uh, largely cancers, um, I'm not sure that just an outright ban works. And particularly, you know, when we get to the end of next year, if you're 14 uh, and 11 months, uh, you're, you're shot. If you're 15 and one month, you're okay for yeah. quite a long period of time. Or yeah. well, the rest of your life, actually. actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the sort of thing about this, this whole policy. Um, it's sort of like it'll keep a, a number of people happy, but does it actually get to a point where it achieves something? I personally doubt it.
0: Yeah. So, Duncan, Wise explain or, or sell it to me?
2: Okay.
1: Uh, hold on. No. no.
0: Sell it, hold on. Sell it to me why this isn't why this is more than than just virtue signalling.
2: Oh no! Look, this, this is wildly more than that. This is one of the bravest things we've we've done for public health um, in the past four years. Um, and of course, we're going to get pushback. Um, but you've got to remember that nicotine cig- cigarettes are the largest preventable cause of death in New Zealand. So we can improve people's health, and we know the populations that this pe- are predominant smokers, right? It's the ones that are the most vulnerable, our Māori, our Māori woman. Um, and so when we say, look, we take this seriously, we want to um, make it more difficult to uh, smoke and also um, make it easier to transition away from smoking. And certainly, if we know that nicotine in cigarettes is poisonous, why would we have them available on every street corner? Now, we're not stopping it overnight. We you know, signal it well in advance. But what child of yours, 14 now, would you think, oh, it's OK, when he's 25, let him go and smoke, It'll shorten his life by five years. He'll die horribly of lung cancer, but that's his choice. Let's get rid of these vile things from our society as quickly
1: and comprehensively as we can.
0: Have you ever smoked, Duncan?
1: You can make make that same argument for saturated fats and sugars. It's um no, no, that's uh, not well, I you a
2: cannot say that firstly, everyone's had a, a puff on a cigarette, but i've I've never bought my own packet of cigarettes, right um so I know I've never been a habitual smoker um in in terms of saying it's the same as fats and sugars, it's simply not this kills people with you, you the you cannot hold on, hold on, hold
1: on, on, hold on,
2: one
0: at a time, or we'll take a smoker and a break Jerry <laughs> Jerry, your' turn.
1: well i th- I think you could you can make it... uh. Statement about uh, uh, fats and sugars. You look at the sugars, particularly with uh, the you know obesity, with um, uh, diabetes, with all sorts of other uh, health complaints that arise from massive consumption of that. Uh, its availability is extraordinary; it's cheaper than water in most supermarkets. And then you you look at the whole issue of, of heart disease and uh, the consumption of saturated fats. You can go on and on and on and find these things. All I'm saying is that, yep, smoking reduction is a good thing. No doubt about that, but I think these compulsions and arbitrary sort of saying here is a date, here is a line, uh, these people on this side can go for their life, the people over there can't. It's, it's not going to work. All
0: right, and uh, Duncan, what about the what about the fact that people that switch to vaping can actually end up ingesting more nicotine than if they s- just stuck with no, cigarettes? I, I'm
2: going to go back, so I want to get rid of that fatuous argument that this is just like takeaways. There is no safe dose of t- cigarettes, and the other thing to say about um, you know takeaways and sugary drinks and so on, is they are not addictive. They might be a, a habit forming, oh. but you don't rave them. You don't get the shakes and the sweets when you don't have a hamburger. So let's not let's stop that ridiculous uh, comparison. Cigarettes are wildly more dangerous than, you know, fatty food. So let's get rid of that.
0: Jerry, you're right. You're still with us there? You're having a bit of a laugh.
1: Yeah, I was just laughing because, um, sure, you might not have some, some physical uh, demonstration of, of uh, uh, you know, not eating a hamburger, but uh, certainly people get the the shakes if they don't have sugars at various times. They're big consumers. Yeah, that's true, that's, and, true, and that's the, true. The other thing is that heart disease is the, is the silent killer. Everyone knows that.
0: Alright, I've got to wind it up. Um, so Duncan has never paid for a packet of cigarettes. Maybe you're one of those smokers. You know, I've got a ciggy, mate, got a ciggy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jerry.
1: I if I would have, I'd pay for it. <laughs> Jerry,
0: what's your smoking history? Uh, no,
1: I've never paid for a packet of cigarettes. I've I hardly ever smoke a cigarette, but I do enjoy the occasional cigar.
0: Ah, yes, I think you've said that before. Hey, thank you both. Enjoy the weekend.